Welcome back to the Rebel Business Podcast, a no BS conversation about success, entrepreneurship, and what it means to build a business on your terms. I'm your host, M. Huckstep, a corporate dropout turned online business expert, and I'm here to change the way you think and do business for the better. Each week, I will be sharing inspiration, stories from people I think you should know, and strategies that will help you grow your business online, all in a way that feels really fucking good for you. Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode. I am so excited to be speaking with Lucy from PR for the People. Lucy and I talk about everything from being an entrepreneur and the mindset that you need to not lose your mind when you're building a business. We talk about PR and the stigma that so many women still face around promoting themselves and putting themselves out there. And we talk about some really practical things that you can start doing in your business right now to promote yourself beyond just selling your products and your services, but actually putting yourself out there so that you can grab opportunities like book deals, um, press features, speaking gigs, all of that stuff. So I hope you enjoy this episode. As always, please do share it with a friend or biz bestie if you think it will be helpful. And please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. Okay. Hi, Lucy. I'm so happy that you are on the podcast. We have known each other for over a year now, I think. Maybe I've been following you for like 18 months, two years. So I'm Mm. really really excited to have you here and hear more about you um so Lucy owns a business called PR for the people if you haven't already heard of Lucy which I'm sure most of you have if you haven't Lucy why don't you tell us a bit more about you and your beers and what brought you to PR yeah of course so um firstly thank you for having me um we've never met in real life but yeah we've been um I always enjoy our chats that we have um so yeah I'm excited for this podcast um but um so yeah I actually started out as a journalist um I wrote for the Metro and um a few other newspapers in London and then also worked um for 10 years kind of in journalism and for PR agencies as well and then um just before the pandemic hit I got made redundant which was just great lovely timing um so I kind of I got the chance to take a step back and and have a think about what what I wanted to do um and I kind of got to thinking that PR was really sort of exclusive and something that not a lot of people had access to I had lots of small business owners approaching me to do to do their PR as a as a freelancer but they couldn't afford my really average day rate um let alone spending two or three grand on an agency um so that's kind of where the idea to launch an inclusive PR membership came from mm. um, and yeah we just wanted to make it possible for freelancers small business owners and even kind of you know, small smaller companies that can't afford um, two or three grand a month um, to to get their story heard in the media and to do their own PR. Yeah, I love that. And so, a lot of what you're doing is really, you know, tipping those scales of who can access 
PR and have these opportunities. And now it doesn't just have to be businesses that can afford to invest like two, three, four K up front. Now it can be anybody who needs to learn, who just wants to learn some tools and some, you know, kind of basics and around how to get started and then build their own PR from there. Um, so why do you think PR is so important for businesses, especially small businesses, freelancers, you know, the kinds of people that you mostly work with? Um, so what PR is, because I think some people get confused between PR and marketing, um, which we've done a, a great Instagram live on, haven't we? Yeah. Um, and you explained it so well as well. So I'm going to, yeah. Go, go ahead. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, marketing is what you say about yourself. Um, so it's how you write about yourself on your website, how you talk about yourself on social media, and it's basically blowing your own trumpet, which is great. And you should definitely do that as much as you can. But what really makes people buy into a brand is if they hear about it from somebody else. So it's that word of mouth value, um, but kind of times a million because it's word of mouth, but through a magazine or a podcast that might have thousands of, of listeners or, or readers. So yeah. it's really opening the door for the rest of the world to find you. Um, and not, it's not, I don't know, social media and marketing is just focusing on kind of your immediate audience that you already have. Whereas PR is just ex sort of exposing your brands to a much, much wider um, audience and you never know who's going to read about you which is really yeah. amazing yeah I love that I think it's so um like Instagram can be so nebulous and so like concentrated in that we get really fixated on finding you know certain types of people to follow us and buy from us and you know I'm obviously a marketer I totally wholeheartedly believe in dream customer work and target you know kind of targeting your your ideal market but on the flip side of that sometimes what can happen is you miss opportunities to reach people or to have people buy from you or even just champion your brand who may not have been within that initial target market that you identified and I think what I've learned from you um, <clears throat> learning about PR is that you never like you say you never know who's going to read about you or hear about you or see your work and think oh I'm actually really interested in that and so you do get to reach such a broader range of people um mm. so for people who are thinking you know yeah but I I have Instagram and I get all my clients from Instagram and I sell my products through Instagram I really don't need anything else what would you say to that person that's just fixated on maybe it's not Instagram, maybe it's TikTok, maybe it's YouTube, but like just on one very digital style of marketing. Mm. I just think that you're, you know, you're closing the door to so many other opportunities that you could have. Um, so for example, when, um, when we focused on doing our own PR, or when I focused on doing my own PR, um, we got featured in Diva, um, magazine and Forbes magazine last year and just from those two articles um, we had the most amazing opportunities we had um, a TV producer approached us about an opportunity uh, we got nominated for an award in Diva magazine for young entrepreneur of the year I don't know where they got the young from but <laughs> it was very flattering and um, 
we also got approached by a massive US publishers who'd come across us um, in the Forbes article and kind of approached us with a book deal, which is one of my kind of life goals. Um, so that was amazing. Um, and another thing to say as well is that, you know, Instagram and TikTok can be so draining on your time and energy. And sometimes it's worth taking a step back and thinking, okay, maybe today instead of doing, you know, 10 Instagram stories, you know, 20 posts or whatever you want to do, um, I'm going to focus on getting one media feature. And that would actually have a much bigger impact on my business than, you know, doing lots of social media stories, which are, are gone in 24 hours. Yeah. Um, the good thing about PR is that it stays around forever. So once you get that feature that is with you on the internet forever and your customers and clients can find you through that feature forever. Yeah, this this leads really nicely into my next question, which is why why do we think people have such a problem with promoting themselves in general, whether that's through marketing, PR, pitching, sales, and something that you just touched on then. And I think this is why people are attracted to Instagram because it feels quite safe because it is that insular, like you can almost, you're just looking at a screen, right? And you kind of have this whole digital world in the palm of your hand. And it feels, even though for some people it's still very scary, in some ways you do have a level of control because you can remove followers and you can block people and you can put your account on private if you want to. Whereas, you know, going out and kind of pitching yourself to a paper or magazine or a podcast it is that next level of promotion and you know obviously I'm all about sales and promoting yourself and you know the fact that it doesn't have to be anything more than you're just telling people about what you do and and why and who you can work with and help but why do you think and, and based on like the people you've worked with why do you think people still have a problem or a kind of like ickiness around just the whole idea of pitching self-promotion sales um and that kind of thing mm. um I think that women especially but in the UK as well we're kind of ingrained with this idea that it's good to be humble and uh, <laughs> you know if you've read um Stephanie Sword Williams book fuck being humble and um, yeah. she talks a lot about this and that you know it's ingrained in us to not want to shout about our achievements and to think that it's a bad thing in some way yeah. but, um and I, I think I told you a story just now of, about um one of my members her boyfriend just he doesn't think of it as doing PR but he will just occasionally write to the FT and just tell them his opinions on things and they publish them I mean that is confidence right yeah. there <laughs> Um, I mean it's the confidence that I want like all of my members and, and all business owners to have especially female business owners because you know the world needs to hear from you we had yeah. a we had a workshop with the editor of the independent um, who looks after the opinion pieces desk the other day and she was so desperate to hear from people of color and from women and not just middle-aged white men for their opinions section yeah. uh, so you know the magazines and newspapers really do want to hear from you um they are looking for stories every day sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's fine <laughs> and a good break actually 
<laughs> oh, I gotta love it. I mean, honestly, when um, I mean, I'm sure you could all hear that like a fire alarm or something went off. But I was recording something the other day, and my emails kept popping up, and I was like, "Fuck's sake!" I thought I'd turned all those notifications off, but I think yeah that just makes me laugh because we work in a digital world now and zoom is our <laughs> zoom is our way of working and there's always going to be like traffic or a child screaming or something um mm-hmm. so just on that I think so first of all fuck being humble is actually our, this month's book club I have a business book club in Bournemouth um Amazing. and we read um the multi-hyphen method last month by Emma Gannon um and then this month we're all reading fuck being humble I haven't started it yet but um I've been wanting to read it for a while and then discuss it with people so I'm looking forward to that but that term humble I mean in coaching especially in sales coaching and business coaching some a phrase that I see a lot is this phrase called humble brag and it's the idea that you can brag about your wins but you have to be humble so you don't want to be too too braggy because that seems I mean let's use the word like pushy or bitchy or any of these things that women are often portrayed as or anybody that's really not a cis white man is portrayed as being like too opinionated too pushy too bossy um And I have a real problem with that term humble brag, because why can't it just be brag? You know, if you if you and I see this a lot and I'm curious to hear what you think about this, Lucy. But something that I see a lot at the moment is is people slamming coaches or business owners or entrepreneurs for sharing like their wins, especially financial wins. And there's this idea that like, oh, you can brag. So, yeah, tell us that you had a really great month, but do it humbly. And so don't tell us the number because it's more palatable for us to, you know, kind of take that information in. We It's like we want to know. I think there's just this idea that that people want to know your wins, but not in a way that's to this or that. So what do you think about that? I love hearing about um you know people putting their prices up and people and um you know what because how else do we know what to charge unless other women talk about um what money they make and I made one of the things that I've sort of learned in business which we've spoken about before is that I think when we started out I wanted to make our platform so so accessible to everyone so we started out at a really low price point of 25 pounds a month and um actually what we discovered was that when people were paying just a little bit more than that a month they saw way more value in the products um they interacted with it more they used it more um they just got a lot more out of it because it wasn't just a throwaway purchase to them um so yeah I think it's really actually helpful for people to share what they've made and it's really inspiring as well um so yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't see why there should be any negativity around it. No, I totally agree. And pricing, generally pricing is just based on a an agreed consensus that that price is okay. And so the more we talk about it, the more we can change that. Um, okay, so let's talk a bit now about the about like PR and the types of PR that people can do, because I think there is this assumption, especially it was for me. Um, and I know when we've you know, Lucy's guested in um, a workshop that I did recently with a mastermind. And there's an assumption that press or PR is is just getting printed in a newspaper, right? That's like the kind of old 
Um, that's the old version of what PR is. So for businesses now that haven't really thought about it, but are interested in it because because of the benefits of reaching all those people, what kinds of things can people, you know, kind of be featured in beyond just, you know, an old school newspaper? Mm. So I I really like to teach in our in our membership a kind of holistic version of modern PR um, because back in the day like 10 years ago there wasn't many PR agencies and it was really like a lot easier to get featured in a big newspaper but nowadays obviously it is possible and it's totally possible to pitch your story um, but it is a lot more competitive so I think yeah. it's also worth looking at um, different avenues as well and also thinking about does your target um, customer really read the telegraph or do they listen to m huxtep's podcast <laughs> yeah 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 exactly um, so yeah have a think about where your target customer might actually consume their media these days um because would they listen to other business podcasts in that case have a think about who you could approach in your network um, and ask to be a guest on their podcast yeah. um, there's also radio shows as well like there's lots of local and regional radio which is great if you've got kind of a business that's um you know you want regional customers with yeah and almost every well every area of the UK will have a regional BBC radio which you can pitch your story to and you can pitch to go and speak on as well yeah um and what else even Instagram lives are a form of doing PR as well mm. it's, it's using somebody else's channel to shout about your own personal brand and your own story yeah. Um, so yeah it's definitely not just the traditional kind of pitching to newspapers and magazines anymore yeah and I think some, so something that you talked about earlier and I think this you know kind of adds on to what we were just talking that about then you know in terms of different types of PR but you know if you if you're it's really about like thinking outside of the box and it's not just like I'm going to pitch myself to sell my products like you said you got nominated for an award you have a potential book deal coming your way you know there are all these other opportunities that would elevate a brand and a business beyond just making sales um so what kind of thing you know if we were let's say you're a new business and you are wanting to step into PR not just for sales but to raise your visibility essentially and to have opportunities come your way what would be the first thing that that business should do um so the first thing is to think about your story um and ask yourself the question why did you start your business mm. and what is it that you want to be known for um, and just make sure you have those things really clear because journalists will always want to know the story behind why you started your brand. They're interested in the human interest element behind the product. I always I always say that you need to give the journalists a story and not a sales pitch. Mm. And I think that's where lots of brands go wrong is that they might, you know, try and send out a press release um, that is literally just a sales pitch for their brand. Um, when journalists, their job isn't to sell your product, it's to give their readers interesting stories or they might give their readers interesting, um, you know, expert tips that you could provide. Um, and yeah. so just think about how 
your brand could actually convert into content that somebody might want to read about and not just being a sales pitch yeah yeah I love that and that that as well because so many people still struggle with sales and the idea of selling themselves and it feeling really icky and so when you bring that element of your personal story into it it feels much more I guess genuine and authentic rather than just like here buy my products um because as we know that's not really what sales is about anyway you know a good salesperson is never really saying hey buy my products they're explaining the transformation and why people need it and they're you know really showing their authority and their expertise and and understanding their customer more than anything um so with regards to like the types of businesses that could do this because I feel like in the, especially with the online business space, there is a lot of focus around branding and personal branding. And so it might be fairly, maybe not easy, but straightforward for like a coach who has a personal brand to pitch a story because they're very connected to it. Mm -hmm. But what about a business that has never really done that? And they think, I don't know, like I, I don't really know what my story is or I haven't really got anything that's interesting. Are there some, you know, tools or techniques that people can use to dive deeper into that so that any business can connect to it, whether they've done their personal branding or not? Yeah, I think um, just going back to the question of, of why did you start your brand mm. and kind of digging into the emotional reasons behind um, that Um is is a really good place to start yeah yeah okay amazing so why so people can ask themselves I mean you can journal this or just chat it through with somebody but yeah what were your reasons what were your motivations um okay so let's talk a bit about the difference between offline and in real life um versus like digital and the online space because you know we've obviously all lived through a pandemic our way of working has changed drastically um, and as a result of that the way that we communicate has changed the way that we market everything has shifted over the last couple of years um, where do you think PR now sits you know in relation to this this offline versus online you know kind of world is it a bit of both is it somewhere in the middle where do you see it kind of really being positioned in terms of how we're working and interacting with each other um I think that in terms of do you mean in terms of like um if people are consuming more print media or or online kind of media yeah I mean so from a consumption point of view but also like us as the business owner like because I, I mean I'm asking because I know that you had an in real life event for example oh uh, yeah so mm -hmm. I kind of just want to talk about yeah this idea of 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 how now in this new way of working where we've got very much online how we bring more offline in and where where your where where people's PR can sit within that Mm, I think it's always so nice to do um, in real life if you can um, like our in-person event was just amazing and um, we brought together um, you know a hundred of our members and I think 50 journalists came and all met and interacted and it was just amazing so nothing can be <laughs> sort of that real life interaction and hopefully we'll yeah. be getting a lot more of those opportunities as well 
Um, we've also got a talk coming up on how to get booked to be a TED Talk speaker, mm. which is another kind of, you know, there's being there's doing a talk on Zoom and then there's doing a talk a TED Talk, um, which is just like so much more kind of I don't know so much more goes into it yeah um, but I think with with online where it still really works is that if you wanted to have um an online press launch um for a product or a service then that's still quite a good way of um of doing it because it still means that wherever journalists live in the UK they can come to it yeah. uh, you could still send them a gift in the post to sort of use during the session um and yeah it's just a lot more kind of cost effective definitely because you definitely you don't have to hire a venue or anything like that um so yeah the online world definitely has its place um but yeah I would always encourage people to try for real person kind of activities as well yeah and I guess even more so if they are a local or a national business because so much of your customer base will be you know within your local vicinity so if they can come to something in real life they'll have a much stronger feel for who you are as a brand um I definitely want to do more IRL this year I'm feeling very it's funny you talk about TED talk because that's obviously one of that's like one of my goals um but over the last two years my like social anxiety has gone way up like the thought of being in a room with even like 50 people feels terrifying so standing on a stage in front of like I don't know however many hundreds or thousands Mm -hmm. is very very different but if somebody were you know if that were the goal or like or like writing a book or something that's like beyond just making sales what are the things within PR that people can start doing now like to get into the habit of of kind of writing about themselves, talking about themselves, you know, putting themselves out there so that that big goal doesn't feel so big, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd say two things. Um, Loads of journalists hang out on Twitter. And if you haven't um, checked it yet, then have a look at the hashtag journal request on Twitter because um, that is where journalists go to every day and they post loads of opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, So like looking for somebody an an expert in um skincare to talk about this for an article um looking for a a business owner from Sheffield to come on BBC Sheffield and talk about how their business is coping with lockdown Um, there's loads of these opportunities every day um, and in our membership we also um do a roundup of the best ones of the day and email them to you directly which is quite handy Um, But um, yeah, I would say start having a look at what kinds of opportunities are out there and just kind of um, start small, like maybe start with a couple of local radio shows, start with um, some of you being a guest on some of your friends podcasts mm-hmm. um, you don't have to know, go straight in for the big dogs like you you can start you can start small like I remember the first radio interview I did was like a tiny um at Hoxton Radio in um in London and I'm so glad that I started with that one because I was so nervous (laughs) but like they don't have like a huge huge readership uh, listenership so it didn't really matter um so yeah just start somewhere but it's absolutely fine to start small yeah and I think 
you know it's that it's that age-old you know progress over perfection saying you know just start somewhere do something it doesn't have to be perfect it can be messy it can be you know raw and human and the only way that you'll learn the only way you'll get that book deal is if you start by taking messy action now Mm. writing and pitching yourself um okay so obviously so you've you know you said that you've been in business now for is it, it, I know it's your business birthday coming up. Is it a year or is it two years? Is it your first year? It's, um, yeah, it's our first year on first year. on the 1st of February. Um, wow. So next Tuesday, but well, we were kind of building the business for about six months before launch. So I feel like yeah. I've been it longer than, longer than that. But yeah, yeah the yeah. membership has been active for a year. Amazing. And so what, what is the biggest change that you've seen in your big business from when you started to now? Um, so the biggest change, I feel like I've sort of learned and grown in so many ways yeah. and so quickly in the past year. Um, but um, I would say that my ability to kind of emotionally regulate myself when things are like for example if you have a quieter month or um if you have a bad day at the beginning of that of my journey that used to really affect my mental health and um you you have to kind of really quickly develop a thicker skin and develop resilience when you have your own business um and even like you know (laughs) I, I now go to regular therapy and I know breathing techniques that will calm me down if I'm feeling really anxious and um yeah I think I was quite unprepared for the emotional roller coaster that is having your own business so I'm kind of glad that I'm feeling a bit more stable yeah yeah so I mean that emotional regulation let's talk about that for a moment because I obviously my background is is marketing but but after that I was a yoga teacher before I became a coach and I became a yoga teacher because I had anxiety and I had so much trauma stuck in my body and I didn't really know how to manage it and yoga was like the gateway um and I know a lot of people, you know, there, there's always this joke around self-care and what it means and what it looks like. But to me, self-care has always been knowing your boundaries, knowing your limits, like forgiveness, compassion, you know, self-care is those, those mental tools that we use more than, I mean, yeah, taking a bath, because that's lovely and having a glass of wine, who doesn't love that? But it's about knowing that, like you say, if you do have a quiet month, it's not the end of the world and and you know having those boundaries so that you can take time off and things like that so what what are your best like boundaries or your best tips for setting boundaries or or managing that emotional regulation as a business owner um I think number one is to be smart try and be smart with your time and um and kind of think about is there anything that really drains a lot of your time that you hate doing mm-hmm. and um another thing which I found really useful as well is outsourcing those things to a VA yeah um, 
which I would just recommend doing as soon as you can, you're in the sort of financial position to, it can be really cost effective because, you know, some, I think my VA charges 20 pounds an hour and some of the little tasks are, you know, they only take her like 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but they just take so much pressure off me of, of kind of these little tasks that I have to remember every day. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a really good one. Um, being mindful of, um, you know, with your marketing of what is actually going to get you those big results. So like for us, I, I always try and take my own advice and focus on our PR and not just trying to, you know, be on social media stories every day. Like nobody yeah. else will notice if you're not on stories every day. No, literally <laughs> nobody cares apart from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so taking that pressure off um, and just trying to sort of go with the flow a bit more and um if you're having a day where you really don't feel like working and you don't feel like showing up because you might be coming on your period or something like that then it's okay to take that day off because as a business owner on other days you will definitely work more than you should so yeah. it's got to balance out somehow yeah I totally agree with that I mean I always encourage clients and students to just cancel things if they don't have capacity to show up for them because nothing bad will happen you know there's a there's a difference between being disorganized and unreliable and we're, we're not aiming for that but we're aiming for this ability to um self you know kind of like regulate and manage your time so that you don't burn out so if you do have those days we're like I just cannot show up you're your own boss like you literally have started a business so that you can take those days um and I think it's really easy for us to forget that uh, as business owners because we're a lot of us are caught up in corporate hangover and so we forget and we need reminders that we can take a day off and nothing bad will happen and we don't have to go on stories every day and we don't you know we, we can delay a launch or whatever it is um I've had clients in the past say can I delay my launch by two weeks because I'm just so tired I'm like you can do whatever you fucking want it's your business like yeah, I love that you know, and I that's something I try and remind myself of every week <laughs> yeah you it's are a, your own boss yeah so how do you what kind of things do you do to balance work like you know um do you have like what are your favorite hobbies or like wind down activities to do you know when you're so when you're not working you have that time to like fully switch off I love doing things that will just um, completely take me away from work and distract me. So spending time with my nephew because he is so <laughs> cute but so demanding <laughs> yeah. um, is a great thing to do. Um, I love like boxing, going to the gym, trying to roller skate, which I'm still really bad at six months later. <laughs> um I bought a pair of roller skates and I have not they literally I kid you not I can see them sat down there I skateboard but I bought roller skates and I have not even taken them out of the box and I bought them in October so yeah <laughs> I think uh -oh. it's amazing that you're even doing, that you're even doing it oh there's a really good um a girl that teaches really good classes that you can you can um, do at home which I'll That's send you cool. <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then what about like you know if you look back so obviously it's your 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 first birthday in business mm. if you were to tell Lucy a year ago like three things what would you tell yourself um 
Oh, that's a really good question. So number one, it will be okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because I think those first, especially around when you have a business that's a service-based business um, and you have to do launches on social media, they can be so draining um, and you put your heart and soul into them and um, you know sometimes they go really well and then other times they won't go so well and that is okay yeah yeah (laughs) Um, uh, another thing would be to have boundaries with what time you finish work in the evenings because I know that I'm a better more I'm, I work better in the mornings anyway so by the time it comes to 7 or 8 p.m probably what I'm doing is not great yeah <laughs> um and just also to take time to appreciate the things that you have done as well and um like enjoy the process it's supposed to be like I can't remember who said this to me. It might might have even been you. um, That um, having a business is supposed to be fun. And if you can try and think of it, and also actually um, another friend said to me that try and think of every day like you're on The Apprentice and you've got (laughs) like these different challenges to do to try and, you know, win the tasks. Yeah. And you can try and think of it as, um you know you get to do this every day and you get to make it fun rather than oh I have to do this then um then every day will be a lot better yeah I love that that's so great and um it does sound like something I would say because uh, I just feel like you know and I've I've gotten into the habit of this you know before and really have had to like stop myself and I know that a lot of other people do but it's, it is that corporate hangover. It's like, oh, I have to go to work today. Oh, I have to sit at my desk. Oh, I've got all this stuff to do. And like you said, you know, delegate, remind yourself that you can hire a VA if you want to, you know, maybe that extra 1K that you made in your month, in your business that month should just go straight into a VA so that you don't have those ugh moments the following month. Mm-hmm. Um, and seeing it as this like always evolving, you know, kind of entity that you're building that is really just based on problem solving like nine times out of ten you're really just solving problems day in day out and building community um and when you can see it as a bit more of a game and a bit more as like oh wow I get to play this game that is entrepreneurship it does take that pressure off doesn't it from it feeling like this huge um responsibility yeah and I think actually that is definitely something else I would say as well to myself from a year ago is that change is a good thing and evolving is a really good thing and our membership has changed so much from when we first launched and now it's so much better and yeah yeah, don't be scared to change things even if kind of you've set them up and you think no I can't change them because that's how I've set them up now like you definitely can and you should so Yeah. yeah And this all comes back to you being your own boss and you can change whatever you want in your business. Literally, you can redo everything if you want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. That's great advice. Okay, so you've got a magazine coming out soon. Why don't you tell us a bit about that? And then tell us a bit more about the membership and how it works and how people can join because I'm in it and I love it. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, so... Um 
it's, it's kind of going to start out as a bit of a passion project of mine because um, I trained as a journalist and then obviously I've done a lot of writing over the years and it's something that I really miss. Yeah. And also, I just wanted to, there's a lot of magazines that are, you know, um, that are sadly dying out at the moment. So I wanted to launch a new mag- online magazine and media platform where people can tell their stories and it's going to be a really inclusive um kind of uh magazine about travel about business about the um sort of spiritual side of business without being too woo woo (laughs) um and um yeah I'm really excited about it so it's going to be called Align Magazine and um yeah have a keep an eye out on on our Instagram for when we launch the Instagram amazing I mean I'm already just like I want to read that so it's going to be called Align yes amazing I love that and I love that there's going to be a bit of woo but not super woo in there because I think we all know I mean when you get into business you you do tend to awaken your like inner woo side don't you because so much of so much of building a business is self-development work yeah it's so true um and I think at the moment there's not really a business magazine like that so I feel like I'm I do, I do feel like it's a quite a good niche. Yeah. Um, and just to explore kind of the freedom as well that working for yourself gives you. And, you know, there'll be lots of travel content and where different spots that you can work from abroad. And yeah, and yeah. amazing. And then tell us about the membership. Um, so the membership, our doors are... Um, currently open but are closing on the 2nd of February Um, we do open our doors every few months so if when you listen to this if the doors are closed then just pop yourself on our waiting list um, and then you'll get notified as soon as they open again Um, but it starts from 49.50 a month um, and you get um, included so you get all of your press contacts uh, which we update every few months for you because journalists move around a hell of a lot and are really annoying so um, we keep that up to date for you um, you get access to our members area which has all of our previous workshops on there it has lots of resources that you can download like press release templates and um, key PR dates calendars um, you also get co-working sessions with us every month, um, which are supported by me. So um, you can come and work and meet other business owners and do your PR with kind of the support of the community. We also have talks every month with top journalists or media experts and um, a Facebook group as well with lots of networking opportunities and interaction and a podcast database as well and also the (laughs) and also the journey request newsletters every day as well with lots of press opportunities yeah I love seeing those in my inbox even if I don't like even if I don't take action on it I always read them because I'm so always so fascinated by the types of requests that come in and the like breadth of topics that are covered it's like some of them are super niche and some of them I mean there's yeah like I mean yeah it's worth it's worth joining just for those because I think sometimes a business might feel like oh well, I'm not you know maybe I'm not relevant I'm not trending or whatever it is but there's always some really really interesting requests um for stories that come in mm, and I would always say as well that um you know there's lots of opportunities to be featured even if it's not directly about your business so yeah. you could be featured in 
a metro feature about your first home that you bought um for example and then your business could be mentioned in that um but it isn't necessarily a feature just about your business Um, and there's loads of great opportunities like that that are kind of about you and maybe more about your personal life but still mention your business in there as well yeah yeah I love that because we all know some people find businesses not through searching for a product but just through finding somebody they connect with and then buying after that mm-hmm. um okay so what else have you got like how else can people work with you what have you got coming up um so we also have um we're just about to launch our online shop page as well um so people can buy our DIY PR course um separately from the membership and also our Um, previous workshops that we've had with different publications as well so like how to get featured in Vogue or Galdem magazine or um, the Sunday Times we've had journalists from those publications come and do talks with us so you'll be able to buy those and then I also offer one-to-one PR coaching as well Um, so yeah just drop me a DM if you'd like more information on that amazing Um, Okay, just tell your Instagram handle. I'll put all of the links in the show notes anyway, but just so if people are like, oh my God, I want to look right now. Um, so it's at PR for the people. Yeah, amazing. Go and follow Lucy. Honestly, I mean, I feel like there's always so much good stuff on the Instagram, um, but membership is is so worth it. Um, oh, thank you so much, Lucy. I feel like we covered so much. It's been a pleasure chatting to you. Um, and I hope everyone feels super inspired after listening to this to go and join PR for the people and start working on their PR oh thank you for having me it was great to chat thank you friends thank you so much for listening to this episode of rebel business please if you like the show rate and review subscribe tell all your friends it would mean so much to me And if you have a question about anything, anything that I've spoken about, business, life, whatever it is, feel free to leave me a voice note. There's a link in the description below. And of course, share this episode with all of your friends. Just screenshot this episode, share it on Instagram, tag me at mhuckstep, that's at E-M-H-U-C-K-S-T-E-P. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.